We're going to do high energy today. Throughout. Throughout the whole thing. So Heidi was listening to our last podcast to get, to give approvals on it. And I looked over at her and she was sleeping. <laughs> no, it wasn't because it wasn't good. It was because I was tired. All right. So like, should I go super high energy? Like, Let's like go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. I'm Mark. And I'm Heidi. Wow. Was that really aggressive? I I'm going to do the whole podcast I love with you, though, a lot of energy. But that was a lot. Um, yeah, let's bring it. Let's bring let's it up. Do, let's do a lot of Let's energy. maybe bring, bring it down from where that was, but up from like where we usually... Like how much? Was that a, was that a that 10? That was probably an 8. Oh, really? We're usually... Wait, so I can go up? Yeah, I, I have room could, for improvement. Yeah. But I think we pass on that. Energy improvement. So yeah. as we progress in the podcast biz, mm -hmm. right? Isn't We're in the podcast biz. Mm -hmm. We are now, <laughs> what we used to do is basically just text some topics. Now we actually have a, a, a printed out format of what we're going to talk about. Yeah, this is your style. Really? You're already yawning. You're already losing I had you for like I need lunch. I had you for like 10 <laughs> seconds and now we're already All right, I'm going to I'm going to carry this podcast cuz I'm super excited. I have a ton of energy. You know, you can't just claim to carry it. It's for no, the audience. No, I mean if you want to take a nap cuz you were yawning. Oh. So if you want to take a nap, let's totally go. No, All right, so we have a bunch of topics. I'm not going to talk about the topics ahead of time. We're just going to hit the topics. So the first one I want to talk about is you were a guest star on the late early night nope. show, Dixie, the Dixie D'Amelio show. The early late night show with Dixie D'Amelio. Right. Yes, I was. I was so, first of all, what a class act her and her team are. They were, there was a beautiful bouquet of flowers in my dressing room, a handwritten note, all the snacks that I like, waters, just everything. It was so cool. The vibe of the, of the set is really good. The team is great. Uh, I mean, it's aesthetically beautiful. It was just a lot of fun. And honestly, I was a little nervous. Really? <laughs> I was. I feel like. I feel like Dixie doesn't know a lot about me, which maybe that she said, I know more about you than you think. I feel like sometimes they don't pay attention, but she knew a lot more about me than I thought about my childhood and stuff like that. And um, so I guess, you know, she knew what to ask because like she knew parts, but there were other parts she weren't so wasn't so sure about. So she asked about that. And so um, it was fun. It was, it, you know, it was so nice. It was like, our lives are so busy to sit down with her uninterrupted for, you know, 45 minutes was just it's so sweet. Like, so, I just love that. Yes. So I, I watched it mm -hmm. um, because I wasn't there and you guys basically created a, I think it's a HIPAA violation because you talked about my medical history Yes. Um, that I had a, uh, a stomach But when issue. you're married, can't you talk about it? Yeah. And it's fine. It's cool. To like, the whole like millions of viewers. Right. It's fine. I have what's called diverticulitis and I've had it on and off for a few years. And basically it's just, it's not like, it's more, it's like more than a stomach ache. It, it, and well, you, what is it medically? I don't really know. So, but all I know is that when I told someone, I think I told Albert 
who is on our team that mm-hmm. I had diverticulitis. So, anyway, I don't want to say it was Albert, but someone on our team said, oh yeah, my grandmother died from diverticulitis. <laughs> oh and I was like, oh, maybe I should be more be more serious about it. But when you guys were on your way when um, to the BB Rexa concert, like in the- November, 2019. November, 2019. Week before, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. I had a flare up, let's call it, a diverticulitis flare up. And I was hospitalized. Yes. And we actually did a TikTok in the hospital room that a lot of people got upset about, but it was totally my idea. Yeah, and I thought it, was it was your idea. We all were like, I don't know, are you sure? And we were all like doing a TikTok around you. You were even involved in it. And then, but I think it was the caption, like, I think you were like, you were being funny, but yeah. people took it like, oh my gosh, I'm in the hospital and my family's doing this around me. Charlie got so much hate for that. We all did because we weren't being sympathetic to you being in the hospital. I'm like, calm down. So I was actually. So it's been that long since you've had it. Yeah. And I could have made it to the show, but then there was part of me that wanted you guys to just have that. So you opted to stay in the hospital to not. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm off of BB Rex. I'm, I'm on this last one. Oh, the Dixie thing. The Dixie D'Amelio show. I was, I really was like, this would be a great time for Dixie and Heidi to have time to just communicate. So. I want to first, before we get, well, you kind of gave your opinion on, on what it, what it was like to be on the mm-hmm. show, but as a dad and a husband to see you guys on the show together and her asking you questions that I thought were actually really good and the way you answered, it was really, it's really cool. That's one of those moments where I was like really excited about you two being together and you think she'll have me on by myself? Uh, first, I want to say thank you for that. That's yep. very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she said, in fact, she said, I'm going to have dad on next next time or whatever, next round when she's filming. So yeah, definitely. Why wouldn't she? That's and, silly. and I want to go on her podcast, just she and I. I think it would be, it would be fun too. Different stuff. Yeah, I like that. I think they also like when we switch things up, like our, like some people look at it like, why are the mom and dad always in their business? But like, sometimes it's fun to switch it up and do things like in each other's little specialties. Do you think we're in their business too much? Um, I, I think we shy away from it. Like if people would only know, like there's a, so many things people are like, get in there, get in there. Like, no, it's let's the kids do it. We're, we're fine. We'll be here. We're supporting. We're here. We love them. But like, it's their shine. Like we don't need to be in there. Some things we do as a family. Cause that's like part of the deal. And, and sometimes the kids are like, come on, mom, get in or come on, dad, get in. And we're like, no, 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 you do. And they're like, come on. I'm like, all right. So not cause I don't want to just, I don't want to feel like all up in the videos. Do you, do you enjoy the spotlight? Um, it's that I'm, do I enjoy it? It's not something I long for. I think we're in this position. I think as I think we have fun doing it. And so I'll, if it's fun, like I'm in, you know, I appreciate the spotlight, but I do. Like, I'm like Dixie. Sometimes I think <laughs> Shy away. what you don't want to do is you don't want it to come across as being that you don't that unappreciative of everything because it's really cool, but it is a little bit strange to have. We were stopped and we'll t- talk about this in, in one of the other segments that we created today when we were walking and, and kids come up to us and they're, and they're like, you're Dixie and Charlie's parents. But they, and then sometimes they, they know who we are. And those, they're like, Heidi, Mark. Say, and they're little Mark. kids. And I'm like, where's this little kid? And the parents me? are like, 
Wait, why are you why talking the, to those adults? <laughs> stop talking to those grown-ups. To those strangers. From what I get from a lot of the comments and a lot of the the press, I think people think that we are that we push our kids and that we're <laughs> all into this. And I'm just like, Dude. okay, you know what I want? I want all the parents out there to think about. Can you make your teenagers, your 17 and 19-year-olds do anything? Because if you can, bravo. I can't get they them to do anything. They should be doing a podcast. I can't. You think we... Imagine if we're like, you have to do this. You have to make content. Oh, my... I would never... First of all, I would never see that. What do I push them for? I push them to, you know, hey, you need to clean your room. You know, you got to, you know... I need you to feed the dogs today. Like I'm, I'm not going to be here. Yeah, it's just stuff, but not like force them to make content or force myself to be in their videos. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Never. I mean, there's a balance of motivating your kids to seize the opportunity. And that goes for academics, athletics. I mean that and pushing them too much. The and arts. I think that's the balance that I try to create where I'm never sitting there going, you mm -hmm. have to do this. We've created this whole thing that, except for what we're contractually obligated to, if Charlie doesn't want to do this tomorrow, and she's like, Dad, I'm done. Wrap it up. Let's, let, let's wrap but, it up. Um, so wait. But we'll continue to do our podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right about finding the balance of like, motivating them and, you know, not pushing them in a negative way or whatever. But how many, I if I could even tell you how many times we both dealt with this with Charlie. We have tried to motivate her to do certain things and she will dig her heels in. Then like to the point where it's like, all right, okay, fine, whatever. Don't do it. Then down the road, I can't believe you didn't make me do that. Why didn't you push me harder? And like regretting that she didn't do those things. And I'm, so now she's 17 and there's certain things. And I'm like, um, okay, you're old enough to have this conversation. Like, should I be pushing you here? Or are you good to not do it? And then, but I'm telling you right now, do not come back to me in two years and say, why didn't you force, force me or push me to do this? She was like, no, I'm not. This is it. And I guarantee you she's going to come back. Why didn't you push me? And I've never, I, I think once you push a kid into something, it's, it, it's the kiss of death. They're never yeah. going to want to do it. But I did do it for basketball and oh, we gosh. have it on video with like, you're going to try, you're going to try basketball. No, she asked to try basketball. She did. Right. That's how the whole thing, I want to try other things besides dance. So she had the time to do it. She asked, we signed her up. She had fun buying the sneakers and the basketball shorts and the socks. Remember you guys, you yeah. took her, you did the whole thing. Day of, I don't want to go. And, <gasps> and I, 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 well, it started out, everybody was laughing. And then she was like, you, you were kind of starting to like, come on, Charlie, we have to go. We're going to be late. And then she was like, tears. Yeah. I remember that now. That's why I was kind of like, wait, why would I ever, but yeah. then we were already signed up. And they up. didn't have a lot of kids on the team. So and they she needed, needed to, the, be there. to be there. And then when she got there, she loved it. She, she had actually had so really good hand-eye coordination. She was able to dribble and she had started like she was the point guard. And and she was so scrappy on the court. Oh she was God, like, remember that? Yes. Defense. So yes. good. So it's like, I don't know. This just parenting never gets easier.
So last time we were here, we talked about we were going to the MTV Movie Awards, which we went to, but yes. we didn't have a chance to see what the what the whole thing would be would would look like. And then last night it actually aired, so it was the MTV Movie and TV Awards unscripted. unscripted. So it's anything that doesn't have a script. So basically, reality TV, and it was a lot of fun. I think what's interesting about what we go through is people think like we know what we're doing. <laughs> people this happens think all the time. Like, like I am a newscaster and I know how to read a teleprompter and where, like, where do we look? What do we do? And I do have experience public speaking. I have experience. I, I was in a, I ran the TV station. I took TV class in high school. So I, I have used a teleprompter in the past, but like, we're usually just there was like four teleprompters. Where are we looking? I, so we get there and it's a lot of fun. We walk the red carpet and that's another time. Like they were trying to get us all together and we're pushing Dixie and Charlie. Like, dude, you don't want the, you don't need the parents. And Cause all the they, they just want to, they, the thing is they want to hear from the girls. They right. don't get to see them be, just because of the nature with COVID and everything. They're not in a lot of places together, especially and in no, this like concentrated area. And normally we don't walk the red carpet, but what was happening is they were showing the promo for Hulu for our, our show. So it, it made sense that all four of us went. But even right. then we were like, we took one picture or a couple of pictures, all yeah. four of us. But then the interviews, we just, they just went. Yeah, they nobody went, wants to hear from Yeah, because it was, you. you know why? Because then we're going to look dumb. We're standing behind them. Like we're hovering. Like we don't need to be in the, like, it just didn't make sense. I, I know. And they, and it was like, also just like, they get to just be sisters together on, you know, with the interviewer. I think it was better that way. And then there were a ton of people in the audience. So some of the cool things that were there, I'm friends with actually Michelle Visage, who was, who was there. And then the guy, Jason Oppenheimer, who's in Selling Sunset, we actually rented our house from him. He was the realtor and he and I have been friendly seeing each other around the neighborhood. So he saw us there. He was very welcoming to us. And yeah, then he came over. Charlie, who, <laughs> dude, I introduced, Charlie gets introduced to the coolest people like A-Rod and she knows who they are. And aside from J-Lo, it's just one big story after another. She's just like, like she doesn't know them and it's no right. fault of her own. But then she sees the guys who were they? What show? Um, the Impractical Jokers. She sees the guys from Impractical Jokers. They were the furthest table from us in the room. <laughs> and she's acting like... She was like, I've never fangirled before. She was like... she. I, I wish you could see... I wish you guys could see this. She was like bouncing up and down in her seat, clapping her hands like this and like making the heart symbol with her hands. And they're doing it back to and her. And they're, they're like, Charlie! Charlie! <laughs> It was, she loves that show. She absolutely loves that show. And they were so nice. They're all like, could be your dad. They were so funny. It was a ton of fun. So we're sitting at a table right by the stage. It's all, we went through all the COVID protocols. We were wearing masks. We took the masks off once the cameras went on. And then they, they come grab us and we go backstage. And I don't know why I was starting to get nervous. So like, I guess because it's, it's, everyone like it's not just when we were when we were young that it goes up on a show and that's it everything we do gets on tiktok and then it's split up five hundred thousand times so if yeah. i tripped there'd be <laughs> oh no ten thousand oh, videos no. 
of oh, me no, tripping. No, no, so you're no, thinking no. about all these things. <laughs> and then we're w- walking through the backstage. And all of a sudden Paris Hilton just pops out and she's like, looks D- Dixie and Charlie's like, hi guys. Yeah, she's like, hi girls. And they're like, hi. <laughs> like then after she went in, like after Paris went into the thing, Dixie was like, okay, that was Paris Hilton. <laughs> what is going on with our life right now? Like, like. The other thing, when the guy before Nikki Glazer came out to warm, like to warm up the crowd the or whatever, the comedian, he was like, "Demilios are here, love you guys." Like, it's it's weird because first of all, we've never met anybody because this all happened in the pandemic, and people feel like they know us because they see so much of us, but we like we don't know them, know them, and so it's very strange. But like, this is all just starting to happen, so we're. We obviously know the girls have a following. We have a following. We see the numbers and it's amazing. But to actually see people who watch us is it's just like, how do you know my name? It's like crazy. Right. (laughs) Wait. So then we go backstage, backstage. Mark, I was like, what is wrong with you? You're like, I need water. (laughs) Your mouth was so dry. You were getting nervous. You were like, you're drying your hands on your pants or whatever. And I'm like, I thought you were kidding. I had to go first. So that was, and they don't tell, this is what I want everyone to understand. Like there's seven different ways you can enter the stage. We saw them all. They don't say to us in, they don't give us a brief and say, they just gave us our lines on a piece of paper and who's supposed to say what, but they don't say, Hey, Demilio's, you're going to come out center stage. It's going to open up. We want Dixie and Charlie to come out first. You parents are going to be on the side. Like they tell us this. So now I'm just sitting here going, don't trip. (laughs) Don't fall. Try not to stumble your lines. Try not to get your lip caught on your dry teeth. (laughs) And so looking like Ace Ventura. (laughs) So I'm thinking all these things. Then I'm like, oh my God. Also, and as a dad and a parent and some like, I'm also worried about you guys too. And I I don't want to hit my lines and then have someone. So I'm worried and I'm concerned. (laughs) So next thing you know. Wait, hold on. Let's just go back to this. So I'm looking at you and you're like, so nervous. And you kept like. But that's kind of a thing I do, honestly. Whatever a person does as a super dry mouth, that's what you're doing. You're like, I need a water. I need a water. And then. Oh, wait, back up a little bit. Charlie and I had to pee. And so we're like, can we go to the bathroom? And you're like, no, we don't have time. And and then Nicole was like, we have 10 minutes. There's plenty of time. The bathroom's right there. So we shuffle off. So, and I come back and it's like your nervousness is even more. And you're like, guys, come on. Let's, Next like, time I do it, I'm going to have one of those packs on my back <laughs> with a straw yes. that comes around. But so when I, I walk on. I was shocked because you are so good in front of a crowd. You're so good on the microphone. I'm like, why are you? Why? It's then a difference like, between being the best man at someone's wedding and saying a few words than to be on an MTV event and you're in the middle of the dark and these doors are opening up like the price and the, is and right and you're walking was, out and there's like. The smoke machine wasn't helping your dry mouth. <laughs> so I'm like, Mark, are you being serious right now? Am I supposed to be nervous? Because usually I think I would get, I'm the one that would mess up a line. Like of the four of us, it would be me, be honest. And so I'm like, should I be more nervous than I am? And you're like, well, you know, I'm just saying like, I just don't want anybody to fall or like, I was like, all right, now I'm nervous. But I'm talking to my in, inside. I'm like, you got this. Don't worry about it. Just look at the camera. I'm They're going to be shocked. And then, and then, but once they hand us the microphone, then I felt like, 
They didn't even tell us that. They didn't like, like I didn't know whether we were going to be on a, on a podium. I didn't know whether we we're going to have to like, it's just it was like, Hey, D'Amelio's, they just wound us up and pushed us out and like, yeah. figure it out guys. Yeah. But the other thing, I think it was like, you had like, if there was a mess up, I think you could like redo it or something. So I don't think they're giving us a second chance. Honestly, oh. I think Ooh. they're giving like, if RuPaul, the yeah, the host, <laughs> she, if she messes up, I don't think they're like, hey guys, did you see Mark uh, flub the word? Let's roll, roll it back. I think they're just going to let me flub and, and, and move on. So, it was fun. What was though. your, what was your favorite part of the night? I, I mean, seeing people that I've seen on TV, like, uh, and then they knew who we were. We had the Jersey Shore next to us and they were like, oh my God, we love you guys. I was but what? we couldn't the, Snooky, what we, are you we couldn't about? interact with everybody because of COVID no. so they still made you we had masks on and then they were the, pretty... and then the tables were far apart but they were but she was like I love you girls Snooky. I'm like I've been watching Snooky since like <laughs> remember we used to watch it all the time absolutely so it's just like surreal What did you think of the Hulu commercial? Is it a the commercial? promo? The promo. promo. I thought it was cool. I mean, it was really the first thing we've seen of the show. And, you know, I'm watching it. It's literally my family. And I still can't believe, like, I knew they were filming us all that time. But it's just cool to see it edited and put together in a in a promo. And and so I watch it. I'm like, oh, I want to watch this show. <laughs> I know yeah, how gonna, it ends. I'm going to watch it too. I was super, super happy with it, how it came out. So I'm proud of like, not the work we did. I mean, we're just living our lives and they filmed it, but I was just proud of it. Like something that I'm excited for people to see and the butts behind the scenes. You know, That's one of those experiences that are happening that you don't realize how cool it is when it's happening. And I'm trying to remember and, and take it, soak it all in, but it's fun. Like we'll come home and the girls will be filming or, or yeah. I'll come, I see you filming or we're filming together. We've gotten, we've filmed, we film really well together. We, I think so. Yeah. We uh, finish each other's sentences. Sandwiches. We're executive producers and I have no idea what that means. The team is amazing to work with. So yeah. And I don't easy. even know if it's like an executive producer card you have to pull or something, but we've never, because. <gasps> we get cards. Yeah, oh yes. Business cards. Hello. I'm Mark. Executive producer. Exa I think it's called EP. Is that? Well, what does it stand for? Executive producer. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I use acronyms now that I'm in California. Uh, oh, you're, okay. I do think because of the fact that the team and our producer, Sarah, is so awesome that like we're aligned 99% yeah. of the time. So there's really no need. But sometimes I try to, like, they'll, they'll call out something and say, oh, the camera's on a 35. And I'm like, oh, oh, I was yeah, going to say okay. 35, 36. I would go 36, guys. But this if you has do been ongoing throughout filming yeah uh yeah so what i like to do in the wide shot this is you telling the cameraman that and they're and they look at you like like you're actually gonna say something like you know and they realize quickly that you have no idea what you're talking about but they're so everybody's just so cool and so nice and it's been fun like they're super super stellar crew and it's just been awesome and we love those guys yeah so check it out on Hulu sometime soon. We think either late summer, early fall. That's what they're saying. So they're yeah. still at our house. They're they're there. They're literally there right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. 
a topic that we're just talking about that a lot of people think it's it's always us four together, Mark, Heidi, Dixie, Charlie, isn't really true. <laughs> because even before all of this craziness, the kids were teenagers and they were in high school and it was, Charlie would be at her friend's house, Dixie would be doing something at her friends or have friends over our house. And then you and I had a pretty robust social life with a lot of friends in Connecticut, but we haven't had that in a big way in California because one COVID and two, we don't know anybody. So, but we have gotten very close with Bobby from Triller Mm -hmm. and we spent, my sister was in town this weekend, my sister Mimi And, and, and Mac and Mac, my nephew and Mac was hanging out with As, like well he just turned 20 but like typical like your kids aren't hanging out with you at this age <laughs> like yeah. they don't want to be with us so it was just the adults it was, and it was a lot of fun so my sister last time she came here everything was closed so this is the first time like restaurants were open so we went to wally's with us four and had a great lunch and then we went, went shopping, shopping. And, and we all got matching sweaters. We we got matching sweaters. So Bobby knows Bobby's been in LA a bunch of years now and he knows everyone. So he's kind of been our liaison between <laughs> everything. So he just everything this guy does is over the top. And he's he, like, You guys want to go shopping? And we're like, Okay, well, we're eating lunch, but like, yeah, sure, why not? So he calls Tom Ford, not the person, but the store. And he pulls right up back. He's like, and he, open the back door. <laughs> we go in. We go in. Back he, door's open. We get four matching hooded sweaters. And <laughs> so we hung out. We had a blast all day with him. And we saw Jason from Selling Sunset we again. Saw at Tom Ford. Uh, yeah, not yeah. the person, but the store. Yeah. And so fun. What did we do after that? We ate and then we shopped and then we, then we went home. And he had, they had some... Was it a ping pong event they had going on that yes. we ended up, we just, we were out for the I night after that. And then the next day we woke up and kind of did. Oh, we went for a ride to get coffee. Yeah. And then Mimi. it was me, my beautiful wife, Heidi, and my beautiful sister, Mimi. And we were just hanging out. And then Bobby called us. He's like, where are we going to lunch? So we met for lunch. No, wait. Well, first we went to Dixie's apartment. Oh yeah, we did. Cause she wasn't feeling well. And we were going to get her. We were get, bringing her cough syrup or something. Yeah. And then we, I don't know what happened. But so she, she was had lunch and she was like, thanks so much for stopping by. <laughs> like, we're like, don't worry. We are not here to hang out. We you know you were like, she was the first day she got off in forever. So we're like, we're going to have like a social life. But Mimi was said, I think she really liked the fact that we came over to see her. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because she's in her apartment building. She's in that apartment building because of Bobby, because I was trying to figure out, Dixie wanted to move out. And I was like, should she get a house? And then Bobby said, she should move into my apartment building. So, but Bobby doesn't live there anymore. And then we went. But he still knows everybody in there. So. Right. So then we went to like back into Beverly Hills, which we know nothing about Beverly Hills. And we went to the Palms restaurant, but there was. Oh, on the way to the Palm. There was a randomly a Janet Jackson auction right next to the restaurant and we we walked in and it was like a live auction we thought it was like we had to pre-register and she was like no do you want to register we're like oh no we're just looking around i mean they had her rhythm nation 
outfit. I'm like dying. This is iconic stuff. We didn't get anything, but it was cool. And I really was trying to hit like Bobby's arm. So he raised it and then he <laughs> like bid on accidentally something. Accidentally bid. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. But. So it was a relaxing weekend. A lot of fun hanging out with friends. So basically what we're trying to tell all you kids out there and parents that we do have a life outside of Dixie and Charlie. We, we, yes. we have a social life. We like to have fun. What are some of the things you're looking forward to doing without the kids, just you and I? I like the, our rollerblading days. I want to do a lot more of that where we yes. go rollerblade all day. Just spend the day outside. It's so beautiful here. And then have those fruit things that they sell. But I want to say something about that, about like having a life outside of your kids. And I think it's like you're going through your life and you're parenting. And I think at, it's... What I'm realizing is like as they as things shift as they get older, our role changes. Like obviously we're always going to be their parents, but I think what's been hard for me and I f- I feel like even in the last couple weeks or maybe few weeks I feel even better about it is I feel a little bit more of a consultant because I'm not like do this, do that, do this. You need to do this. It's more of like let's have a conversation about it. Like, well, what do you think about, you know, what do you think about this, whatever you're working on, whether it's leisure stuff or work or, you know, and just have a conversation about it. And I think, I think had this not all happened and our life is so much like concentrated with us being together. And, you know, I think you've helped me with this a lot of like, you got to give them, their space and because you like parent 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 for 19 years and now like I need to sit back I need to I need to let her be she's got this Charlie's got this and we don't need to be for lack of a better term up their ass all the time and we and and it's like like I'm looking forward to them feeling that we trust them and trust them to to handle themselves and because we have a life we have a social life and we we need to be able to keep that going and fun for us we're not dead you know and i think as they continue to grow and need us to consult less and less it's just going to be a beautiful thing and i think it's going to continue to shift it'll shift when they get married it'll shift when they have kids like i think just constantly being aware of okay i think this is a shifting period like we got to figure this out but in our defense i think if they were just in a normal situation right now we would be less hands-on because they're they're we're more acting as protectors because there's so many things happening right now mm-hmm. if they were just, if if dixie was in school and she called me up and she said hey i did poorly on this test i'd say well get a tutor it happens mm-hmm. did you did yeah. you try your hardest let's keep it moving if Di- if charlie was in a dance competition now and mm-hmm. things you know and she didn't put the work in i would say dude you you want to you got to put the work in if you want to mm-hmm. be successful though like the basic things now we have all of these other things that to think about that are brand new to them, brand new to us. And yeah, because at a time in their life where they're around us less and less doing their own thing as upper age teenagers, we've, they've kind of been brought back to us because of the nature of just our life and filming together and 
you know, and being in a pandemic of, you know, we're kind of like in this little pod living our life and there's work involved and there's family time involved and all of that. So I think more than ever, I, that was a harder time for me to recognize I need to make this shift and not be so hands on with them because I think the more I am, they trust themselves less, you know, and by me backing off in a, and not in a way as like, oh, I, you don't need me. Like in a true way of like, you've got this. Like, I don't need to be in your, and that was hard for me. And I, I think what, even for people not in our position, I think it's hard to recognize when to shift. And, um, you know, look, it's a work in progress. I'm a work in progress as a parent, but I think we help each other with that stuff and just got to keep, keep evolving and, and noticing when things have to change. We say it all the time. There's no manual that you get when you have kids and when you're building a, creating a family. And so we're not alone there's millions and millions of people out there mm-hmm. that figure this stuff out and their circumstances, although, although ours are unique, there's tons of unique circumstances. Mm-hmm. So you're doing a great job. Hi, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Thanks Mark. You are too. You're, you're welcome. After we had a nice relaxing <laughs> weekend We're checking tired. out the various restaurants <laughs> in Beverly Hills hanging out with Bobby we got to thinking about what are what do we wait do? one night one day and we hung out so long we ate and then we were we got hungry again we had to eat again I think that was like Thursday night and then we I thought we know. figured it out because we, we we were done with dinner at like 5 30 yeah. like wow this is the way to do it you're we're Dinner's just, all done. Yeah. And then nine o'clock rolled around and we're starving. We're again, hungry so. and we ate again. There you go. So I don't know if we're doing it every week, but like every other week, maybe every week we, we ask Twitter mm-hmm. and, but well, like, I'm just going to ask you, cause I don't really know the answer to this question. What do you do? What do you like doing to relax? I don't know if this will make sense to anyone, but working out. Yeah. That's not what everyone else thinks. No, everyone does. Like when I tell you every, every stressor, every thing that's on my mind of things I have to do, things I have to get done leaves my body and I'm just there to work out. All I'm thinking about is the next set. Can I go heavier? I don't know why, but that Mm. is my relaxing. It relaxes my mind. So I'll give you that. I like that. Relaxing your mind. What about for you? I think with because we have due to the fact we have so many people that come in our house and Monday through Friday, sometimes you say to me, Hey, let's do something on the Saturday night. And I just <laughs> like the quiet. And I, I know that's not the way I usually am. Usually I want to, I want to do things and I'm excited to socialize, but there have been those weekends where it's been just, the, the quiet and to be able to just have me time and to watch TV and, and scroll on the phone and do something like that. But I don't like to do that to, I start to get disgusted in myself if I do that for too long, but one day because Monday morning starts and it's like, it's uh, our schedules are nuts mm-hmm. from 
Monday through Friday, and then sometimes it's weekend stuff. So just, I think the normal stuff, I think a lot of things both adults and kids can relate to, just having alone time, quiet time to just Mm -hmm. not worry about emails, texts, all that stuff. I know the girls say the same thing. That's their favorite thing to do. My second favorite thing to do is we have a pool float that's in the shape of a cell phone, like an old school cell phone. That is my favorite float. All I want Every day I'm like, maybe I'll get on that float today. It's fl- blown up in the pool. It's like all I want to do is float on that raft. You don't really you should, enjoy doing that. You should do it. I know. I don't like staying still for too long. Even when you I'm- You just said. No, no. that. But that's not- There's a difference between sitting in a on a raft and having the sun beat on your face for an hour than to be under a blanket in the couch where you can grab your phone, <laughs> grab a- Grab a gallon of ice cream and put it on your chest and just down it with a spoon. So that's what's relaxing to me. Okay, fair enough. So we went out to Twitter and I just asked people who follow me on Twitter, what do you do to relax? And what we've done here, normally we scroll on our phones to kind of read these, but we were smart enough this time to actually take those and print them. And And so at Melio Girl says, I like listening to calm music. And taking a hot shower or going to the park and run outdoors. There's someone who's using physical activity to relax, like my wife Heidi. See, I'm not alone. Okay, let me read the next one. At Chixies says, art. Ooh, good one. I found drawing is the most therapeutic thing to do when the people who I make art for appreciate it. I truly feel so fulfilled. It's so rewarding. Oh, I love that. I like that too. At Dixie Imagine says, I usually go to for a walk and listen to a podcast or music helps. That I like that one. The music is mm-hmm. is one that I like too. And you know what? I'll back up and I will say when we do go rollerblading and or we do some physical activity, like I'm not talking about going to a gym and jumping on a treadmill. Like I have no although afterwards I love it. Like that's <laughs> not relaxing to me. That is pain to me. But the rollerblading thing where we do those types of physical activities. Yeah, I feel like when we're after we do that, we're just like, ah, it feels good. Okay. um, At Dixie underscore is my world says, I usually either sing, go outside for a walk with my bestie, or bake something. Oh, baking. That's fun and relaxing. Cooking is relaxing too. I'll I'll add that one. Well, Sometimes, not if you have a bunch of hungry people waiting to eat. But when we would do things, not so much at this down house, my neck. but we're in Connecticut. <laughs> when we would, let's say the kids were out, or they would be on their way to go out on a Friday night to just yeah. Sometimes we, we would just sit around all the times we would grill on a Friday night and cook. That was that was cool. Yeah. Uh, another one. A lot of people have usernames with the name Dixie in it. This is Dixie's uh, Devora. This is at Dixie's Devora says sit outside and listen to music. Enjoy the fresh oh, air. I'm with that for sure. I love being outside. Um, at, okay. I don't know if I can pronounce this word. T-P-W-K Nyla says, I write in my journal about how I feel or I listen to music. Oh, I wish I wrote in a journal. This is actually starting to make me think about things that I really enjoy doing. What we don't do out here, which we do often in Connecticut or back East is like campfires or oh, the fire pit fire pits because of, I guess, because all the, mm-hmm. the fires here. So you don't have that. Even in the summertime, you'd have, 
we would have a fire pit. So, and we would sit around that yeah. and throw some logs in there. That was actually relaxing too. Um, and just watching the fire. That's super relaxing. Yeah. At Chickson says, I really like to take naps and drink a lot of water to relax me. I'm oh. with you. Um, I don't know I anything like more relaxing than naps. <laughs> I know, right? I, I'm down with that too. Um, at D'Amelio's voice says, listen to music. It's always been a big passion of mine and it's really therapeutic for me. Oh, I love that. I'm going to start. Music so- was a big one kind of throughout. You know who I like to listen to to chill is her. Like hers. The artist. Oh, her. yeah. I like him. <laughs> he's he's good too. Boom. So, all right. So that's it as it relates to what we do to relax. And I'm going to take some of these ideas, the listen to music, the journaling. I'm going to start journaling. I, love, I know. I wish I did that. And we have some upcoming events. Social Taurus just launched. Don't forget to check it out. It Online. launched on May 20th. May 20th. Online, socialtourist.com or in Hollister stores. Yes. Very excited about that. That's I can't awesome. wait to go to a store and see it. I know. Me too. So. So that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining our high energy podcast, Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. I'm at Heidi D'Amelio. If you want to check me out on my socials. And I'm at Mark D'Amelio. I will be trying to do a better job on my socials because I'm not posting as much as I should be. Okay. uh, Update from last week. I still have not caught up on my posting for Charlie's birthday, our anniversary. Oh my gosh. I have so many things. You'll get around to it. I'll get there. This is fun. This is great. This yeah, is I think fun. we went back and listened to our last podcast. And again, Heidi fell asleep. So yeah. hopefully I'm going to try. I'm going to drink an, one or two coffees before I come in here and stay <laughs> high energy all podcast. But it was long. fun. I definitely, it's, you know, this is an interesting thing because I feel like our mindset to have it high energy and to actually like, like I'm talking with a smile on my face. Like it changes like, how you're feeling. And yes. so you could bring that out into the world with you. So it's contagious, babe. Yes. It Even is. smile if you're wearing a mask. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. I'm Mark. I'm Heidi. Bye. I love you guys. Love you. Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios, comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Oh.